All right, welcome to Old School, Jane Huger, Ben Mankwitz, Dave Kohler. Look at this, the oldest old school there is. Uh, the three guys who started TYT, uh, for better or for worse. You're welcome. Um, okay, so um, as always, Old School brought to you by a collection of people who didn't actually sponsor the show, including twostrongcoffee.com slash TYT. Just a good opportunity to talk about a company that is a sponsor of ours generally and does wonderful, gives money to progressive causes, does the best coffee. Twostrongcoffee.com slash TYT and shoptyt.com. Where you're going to find a number of new merch. My favorite is the one I was wearing earlier today. I don't think holding it up really makes a difference. I don't think it helps. We're going to get to scold school on old school in a little bit. And Ben is new to that. I look forward to telling him more about that. We have a new guy at one of our favorite restaurants, and we're against him. We'll explain why. And what makes you a gangster in Taiwan? These are all the fun topics that are coming up. So here's my favorite shirt lately on shoptyt.com. Mm. Mm. The anti-anti-vaxxer club. It confuses people for a second, that's why I enjoy it. Where they go like this, they brow, like squint, and then they go, oh. That's of course if you live in a liberal place like LA. And then so they love it, and they're like, where do I get that shirt? There's been a, a, a sea change regarding that T-shirt and, and all that it represents. Um, obviously, I'm talking about the spelling of the word vax or vaxer. Um, uh, a number of uh, grammarians have pointed out that there's really no reason for there to be an extra X. There are in fact no X's in vaccination, but we get that there's one in vax. Um, but you wouldn't spell like you know abbreviating an accident AX, you wouldn't go AXX. So there really shouldn't be an extra X. So that is an incorrect t-shirt and I so, officially disapprove. Okay, well, you might be happier with our next t-shirt then. Mm -hmm. um, and by the way, to your point, it is fairly persuasive. There's only one X in Christmas, it's not. <laughs> It's not, it's not X Xmas, and if it were X Xmas, it would be an entirely different holiday. Let alone well, if it was X Xmas, like railroad crossing, they put X R O S S sometimes in signs. Right, so that they don't, does not save any letters. No, that doesn't. It's not X X. Just an X where there shouldn't be, but because X is versatile. Right, but but two, but X is so versatile that you don't need a second X in VAX. Yeah, uh, and if you do XXMAS, which is another way of pronouncing Xmas, uh, then you get three X's, and that's again totally different thing. Yeah. Okay, but Ben, uh, so here, let's see if we can get your approval on our other vaccine shirt. Mm. Oh no, I thought there was one X. Oh no, no it's two X's again. Yeah, and what's it. of course the best part of all of this is my inability to hold anything to the camera, let alone straight. So I um uh, so I I spent some uh, a time on uh, uh, Twitter, uh, which is a, a social media uh, application, and uh, and one of the guys I follow is the uh, 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 editor in chief of Random House. I think it's Random House. So anyway, he's and he's written this really successful book, Dreyer's English, Ben Benjamin Dreyer, about. Uh, uh, language and he's uh, you know he's very particular he's very funny he's very clever and he pointed out about a month or so ago like what's with the x the second x and vax and and slowly it has started to go away 
like I'm seeing people saying, you know, that they're vaxxed. And I must say, though, in defense of the T-shirt, and not in defense of Benjamin Dreyer, that it it does look initially to me like they're saying, "Hey, I'm not, I'm fully vaxxed," you know. Yeah, so, that's why you need the two X's, like in our Back to the Future shirt. Right, Hello. but you you only need it because we did it wrong first, and I thought you know maybe there wasn't. Anyway, I find this fascinating. I suspect that I stand with a very very few people in finding this gripping. Yeah, well, you do have a bit of a different a fellow grammarian, and obviously not me, but Dave on this show. Um, you two have hounded me about my grammar for at least twenty straight years, maybe more. So, uh, <laughs> but I'm not the one making the shirts, by the way. Indisputable merch also just dropped. Shoptyt.com, only one S. Um, uh, but I must say also to, to make another random old school point, and it's a story I've told, but I love telling it. So there was a when I used to go to the first ballpark I ever went to with any consistency was Memorial, old Memorial Stadium in Baltimore. Grew up in DC, the closest team was Baltimore. Hated the Orioles then, but nonetheless, that's where you went to see baseball. And you know, when I got to be a teenager and drove with my friends, we were so cheap, of course, that we would try to park on the street, even if it meant like a mile and a half walk. We had to save that six bucks or eight bucks or whatever it was to park at the ballpark. And anyway, in the few blocks that you'd have to walk to get to the ballpark, you would pass a, a strip club. It was really just melded into the neighborhood. It did not seem like the right place for such a club. Um, and I think it was called the club Tip Top or TikTok. Can't quite recall. But anyway, obviously you they made a spectacular app later. Uh, they, they did. They did. Anyway, and it advertised on the side as as anytime you pass such an establishment, it would say. And on the side, it said, uh, "Girls, girls." And you always thought, "Hey, man, I don't know what's going on in there, but there needs to be a third girls outside on the sign. You can't have girls, girls. It's always girls, 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 and it feels empty." And that would be the case if it were like, "Oh, this is a racy XXmas." You'd be like, "No, <laughs> no, there needs. <laughs> you're gonna need a third one." Yeah, you you go with either one or three. Is Ben's point. And point well taken in the vax. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's just it's know. just it's just showing respect for the language. Yeah, uh, fair enough. And by the way, the, what's the one thing that I could think of right off the top of my head at, that has two X's? Exxon, mm. evil, mm. evil, totally. Okay. Mm. So, but that is not the case for our excellent merch on shoptyt.com. We have something called uh, old school, uh, scold school now, which you, I think both of you are going to really love. But actually, before that, you guys triggered another thought in me. Uh, so Anna and I were talking about this in the bonus episode earlier today for members, tyt.com slash join. Um, and uh, Mark Thompson, uh, and I think, I guess Anna has the app, Citizen, that tells you the crime in your neighborhood. It's the worst, uh, it's the worst app ever. I have, I have next door, but I am aware of, of Citizen. And I've, I believe I even downloaded it and looked at it, I did for a night when something particular uh, was happening. The worst. So, do you, but do you, you have it? Do you use it? No, I used it. I got it that night because there was something happened in our neighborhood or a fire shooting of the nuclear explosion, something that people were talking about. And I 
and we looked it up or somebody had reported, I don't know, whatever it was. And I used it to look up and then I scroll and I was just like, this is a nightmare because this next door app, which occasionally has like, hey, I'm looking for a handyman in this neighborhood. Anybody know anybody good or, you know, like, like reasonable. And the rest of it is just things that people stole that your ring doorbell caught. And you could leave your house open for 10 minutes while you went to the store to get to get milk, but it's it's gonna get robbed because evildoers are everywhere and you can't trust anybody. And it makes it feel like, like there is a massive crime wave every single day. And people are angry, angry, angry about it. Yeah, it's like local news distilled into like crack form. That's, right. uh, That's exactly a good call. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate it. I never got any of those apps. Uh, I don't need to know the crime around me. I'll find out soon enough. I might add, when it's too late, Jen. When it's too late. That's right. That's how I'm going to roll. Dave, what's like your All of a sudden, you hear a lot of commotion going on one or two blocks away, and you want to know what's going on. Will the app answer your question? I mean, probably. I mean, it takes some. Look, you know, there's probably a quicker way to do it. You know, it it it, it kind of has a Facebook presentation and feel. And I'm not on Facebook, so I struggle a little to follow which comment came after which. I mean, I, but I'm sure you know I, I am capable of figuring that out. I suspect if I spend a little time with it, but I'm not going to spend a little time with it um, because it's just full of rage. And in fact, it was the impetus for the gargantuan in my world, a fight between my wife and our next door neighbor. Who, by the way, is probably wherever she is now. She's probably not faxed or vaxed because she went on next door to complain that we had tented our house and neglected to tell her that we were tenting our house, even though it's pretty obvious. And But we did tell other neighbors and we didn't tell her. And by we, I mean my wife. And the reason we didn't tell her was because she's an awful person. And she's sued, I, I at the time I was told the story, she sued two people on the street. But since then I ran into the guy in a park in a whole other part of the city who happens to rent out the house, one of the houses across the street from us. And he was like, oh yeah, when I lived there, you know, she sued me. And our their fight started because he, another neighbor had dogs that barked. And she wanted to sign a petition and take it to the city to force the dogs to have their whatever the hell it is, larynx barker removed. And the guy was like, <laughs> and the guy was like, yeah, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna sign that, <laughs> right? Because that's insane. Um, and uh, uh, and then later, and then so she went to war with him and sued him, and she sued through. Anyway, she's awful, but she said that uh, my wife is a terrible person. They they tented their house, and oh my God, this, it could be rats, it might not be bugs, and they didn't have the decency to respond. And then and then my wife responded with, Hey, you know, actually we we told everybody else, we didn't tell you because you post things like this, <laughs> right? But my the first version that my wife was going to send, which was far better and far funnier. Uh, but did accuse our neighbor of being a racist, which was there was a fairly strong argument to be made that in fact she was. But uh, I thought that was uh, uh, merely going to turn up the volume a little higher than 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 we needed to be in our little tenting fight. But uh, anyway, that's what happens on next door. That is next door in a nutshell. So uh, I'm glad that you did not turn up the volume in that fight because then she would have sued to have your larynx removed. Uh, <laughs> 
That's right. <laughs> Suing to have the local neighborhood dog's larynx removed has got to be up there with among the most awful and ridiculous yeah. lawsuits. Yeah, she sent the code and code enforcement was came by our house two or three times because uh, a light, our our uh, driveway light, uh, emitted uh, uh, its light, its brightness slightly onto her property when it went on automatically. Okay, I'm so you know what I'm signing up for the apps now. I really need to know which <laughs> lights are being emitted onto which lawns at yeah, about uh, five right. to ten percent clip. Um, okay, Dave. Now that you've got the background on it, uh, yes or no on these apps? Well, yes, but they got to be done right. I, very often, I'm desperate to know what's going on. Yeah, I can read the New York Times and find out what's going on in some distant country, but I don't know what's going on locally. I want local apps. Yeah, uh, it, it, and that was you and there, Yep, and there was excitement for just that reason in the first few weeks uh, with Nextdoor. And the things you two are saying, yeah, they suck, but you haven't gotten me to downvote these apps yet. All right, in fact, here, I just like went on, I, I, I still have Citizen. And I just came up, oh, maybe this is the ad for it. It goes 400 feet away, child locked in car. I know there isn't. <laughs> there isn't. I'm no. just telling you, but that's, look, look, that's how they advertise it. Where's the camera? There it is. Yeah, that's yeah. the ad for it. You jank. Okay. <laughs> I am janking it up. Yeah, just right up there. It's child locked in car, but that's in there like, hey, don't you want this information all the time? No, <laughs> no, I don't. So um, uh, it, it sounds like we, we, uh, Rather than downvoting, we can convince Dave to download these apps. So we'll ask you next time you're on, Dave, how it's going for you when you, and by the way, your wife, find out all of the crime in the neighborhood. Well, I am on next door, not the app, but the website. There's only one reason I'm on it. It's to complain about leaf blowers and to see who else is complaining about leaf blowers. <laughs> it's the only reason I use the app. <laughs> I, but I'm telling you, here's the thing with the le complaining about leaf blowers, which of course everybody who in their right mind, everybody in Los Angeles, no city in America, there is not a municipality that blows more leaves than Los Angeles County. It, it's, impos it's impossible. I mean, Greenwich, Connecticut with the fall and the beautiful homes, the leaves cascading, not a chance. We win. <laughs> um, uh, but like at some three point, leaves in LA. And, I know. and the same dudes are blowing them around in every neighborhood. Joe, we're working <laughs> from home, man. So you blow the the, the leaf blower, thing and then, but eventually that conversation will become racist. It's inevitable. It will start with I can't believe this, and then it'll be like this. You know where it's gonna head? Yeah, and it's yeah. And it's off. Yeah. All right, but but we, uh, Dave, we we are fellow brothers in the anti leaf blowing community. Uh, <laughs> the well-known, just-established anti-leaf blowing community. So, uh, but it's actually a good entree into school school. Uh, so this is where you uh, come to old school with ideas of people you want to scold, okay, for for different reasons. So Dave would like to scold uh, the leaf blowers. Um, now, Dave, I share your anti-leaf blower agenda, but I have to admit that I'm a massive hypocrite on this. But it's okay because Ben's on the show and Ben says hypocrisy is fine. <laughs> we also talked about that earlier on today's Young Turks episode. 
and uh, and I don't think that I've ever told um, uh, the the folks who work on our lawn um, to not use a leaf blower. So have you lived by your own uh, ideology and and forbid that? Absolutely. I, I have a house. I hate it. I hate everything about it. I mean, the house is nice. I hate owning it. But that is one thing that I was glad to do. I told anyone who works here not never to use a leaf blower, and uh, we're sticking to that. Yeah, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm curious. Cool. Reason part of the reason I haven't done it is because uh, I am too worried about uh, the COVID relief bill and the reconciliation bill to worry about my own peace of mind in in like literally around my house. I never do. Like I'm so hyper national. I don't. I don't even chase down things that are as local as inside my house. <laughs> um, but. Uh, but part of the reason I didn't do it, Dave, is because I felt awkward about having the conversation. Because, hey, I want you to do more work because the noise is bothering me. So when you did have that conversation, did you get a grimace at all? I, did you, did I didn't you? have that conversation. I said, if there are leaves, just leave them there. <laughs> okay, I would agree with you. I mean, you could I say, I mean, the old in the old days that we, you know, they got raked. I mean, you know, and then. I mean, my mom would make me rake the leaves, and then I did a terrible job, and then she'd hire somebody else to rake the leaves, and you know, sort of take her wrath out on me. But the, perhaps in that case, appropriately so. But well, this uh, is different. Raking leaves in the fall on the East Coast is a wonderful rite of passage, and you got to do it three times in your life at yeah. least, or at most. Yeah, <laughs> both at least and at most. <laughs> By the but way, also, you could just—I mean, if you, if you make them rake the leaves, you just pay them more, right? It takes longer, see so more money. Right? Yeah, but, right. Yeah. So, how many times have I raked the leaves? Probably three. <laughs> um, and so, uh, but it must have been more because we never paid anybody to do anything on our lawn, and the lawn was generally my job. What must have happened is after doing it was impossible because it's the Northeast where there's actually leaves, lots of leaves, right? And so growing up in New Jersey, raking the lawn was a nightmare. And after having done it three times, I was like, no, this is like the hardest thing that I will ever do in my life, and I'm out, right? And I think we must have just left the leaves the rest of the time that I was growing up. Probably so, you did, yeah. Yeah. So Dave, having left your leaves now, how devastated is your yard? Well, I don't have grass, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, or any trees, or any leaves. No, so we have trees. We have leaves. It's all a hypothetical no, conversation. There's no lawn. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> and oh, and so is, you can't is really, the, is so the lawn littered with leaves, and it's just a mess? I I, will, I sweep every once in a while. It's not a mess. Where do the leaves fall? Just like on concrete. A, we have a yeah a back a patio. paved area. Yeah, concrete. Um. Oh, it sounds beautiful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's the thing though. We have we don't have a leaf blower. We don't really have a tree that 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 drops leaves. There's a tree in front of the house, I think, uh, and then in the back we desperately need a tree because it's very you know it's bright. And uh, but uh, we don't. But um, when we we do have a um, uh, a, a a outdoor vacuum, right? And when like people come over, use the outdoor vacuum. It really it works really well. It gets up the you know the dirt that's blown around into seating areas and so forth. And it is as loud or louder than a leaf blower. And I'm sure it's incredibly annoying. But when I'm using it and vacuuming outdoors, 
Like it's sort of fun, it feels because it's so powerful. You're like, oh, it's never gonna get it. This thing is a mess. <gasps> Look how quickly that comes up. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Totally. Yeah. So, so I, I don't got, have I an outdoor vacuum. Uh, and I'm anti-vacuuming for a reason I'll explain in a second. Um, but <laughs> but when I do vacuum, I always have a childlike innocence with how effective it is. Yeah. Uh, and I'll vacuum it up and I'll be like, ooh, it did get that. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, and now it's clean. And I did that. I a vacuum is a is a really, really impressive invention. Yeah. Well, so as you it's, know, it's funny because we're talking about this on old school, but there was a revolution in vacuums that just let in the second half of our lives, just in the past 20 years or so. They weren't so great back in the day. I think they were powerful, but they were very cumbersome and they're they're far less uh, cumbersome now. I mean, I <laughs> like I vacuum a lot. I mean, that just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I directly spill something that would benefit from vacuuming, I will I will vacuum, but I don't uh, I don't vacuum. I don't vacuum the home. Inside. I have this one handheld vacuum. It's really expensive. I can't believe I bought it. It's my favorite thing in the whole world. It's Did so you? damn powerful, but it only lasts ten minutes. So you really yes. got to vacuum quickly, 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 and, and then you're done. Is it? Is it? Is it, an, one. is it an Oric? When I remember when the Oryx came out, they were so expensive, and I bought one, and they're the greatest thing in the world. And then this is the idea. And then I read Consumer Reports about how they weren't worth it; they weren't that good. It was all, you know, that guy David Oryx. He would have, he would host his own commercials. You know, I'm David Oryx. That's the only part I remember. Um, and uh, <laughs> they went blah 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 about his powerful vacuum, and I bought one. It was like it was crazy. I want to say six hundred dollars. At a time we were in Miami, I bought an Oric. I can't afford a $600 vacuum. I mean, first of all, who can afford a $600 vacuum? No one, no one should buy a $600 vacuum, it's insane. But I bought it, I don't, it probably wasn't that much, but it might've been 300. And and then I read how terrible it was. It did break, but allegedly they would fix it um, after a while. But, but I, and so I was like, oh, it's not good. But I owned it and it worked and it was good. But they told me it wasn't good. So I no longer bought an org and I allowed the women who I would live with to be like, no, you can't get an org. And I and it was like, and it weighed like four pounds. That was its thing. Pick it up, throw it around, throw it, everything came up. Ah, those were the good old days. Yeah, so I have so much to say about this. It's first, let's acknowledge the schism in the leaf blower vacuum community because we're generally anti not generally we're vehemently anti leaf blower in this panel right but yet we all apparently have some degree of a vacuum fetish <laughs> similar sounds but actually i think that we're we're more considerate of others because at least the vacuum is indoors and subjects us to the sound as opposed to subjecting our neighbors to the sound oh yeah of course uh, yeah yeah and and when you use something yourself it feels like no, it's okay. I'm using it, <laughs> as opposed to someone else using it, where you think that's ridiculous and sounds awful. Um, but uh, Dave is right about the vacuum revolution. It's about time we talked about it. Uh, and, uh, and so, but it does lead into why I refuse to vacuum, with a significant exception. And before you judge you, you're, because you're, I'm, I, we already know the answer why you don't vacuum. You're, you're too busy making the world a better place. You're well, studying I, all, 
Look, I didn't want to say reconciliation bill. You're making sure we fight climate change. I don't have time to get up the coffee grounds. That's somebody else's job. Yeah. (laughs) Well, true and untrue, as you'll see. Okay, Mm -hmm. but but you're not. It's not unfair to point that out. Um, So um, first of all, uh, I do grind the coffee. Uh, It's part of my jobs. Uh, We've got division of labor in the house, and so the reason, and I'll get. That's part of the point of the story. The reason I, I don't like to vacuum is not because I object to the noise or the strenuous work. No, it's because anything that is still old school enough that it's attached to the wall, there's a cord. I hate it because it triggers my spatial relations IQ deficiency. Okay, so I'm like, how do I go around the table? But with the cord, ah, and yeah. I get so stressed about it, I can't stand it. So I said, babes, what do you need me to do? We need who to are you, trade. Who are, you, who are you talking to in this conversation? Uh, my mistress. No, who else would I call babes? My wife, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I said, who who do I need? What do I need? I'm, I will overpay in this trade, okay? Uh, let me be clear. And so the trade we did was she and the kids in whatever way that she's gonna make them do it, which by the way is even more difficult than actually vacuuming, is getting the kids to do the vacuuming. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, So she was gonna take that and I had to bite the bullet and take toilets. I went to toilets right away. Like I didn't mess around. I wasn't like trying to nickel and dime her with, "Oh, I'll take unloading the dishwasher. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, I went straight to I will clean toilets so I don't have to figure out that damn cord and how to get it around the couch and the table. I uh, I don't I don't I honestly think it's you. I would still say you made a, you made a, you made a good trade. Thank you. Uh, it's not. Uh, I mean, vacuuming because it's a burden to get started. Once you're going, then it's okay. But you know, I, I tried to plug in. I had to watch some movies last night, and I, I couldn't. I had to charge my computer as I watched, and the only I couldn't get to the cord under the 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 strip, power strip that's under the bed. I couldn't even tell whether there was something there. And I'm reaching back there, and I did your thing, and and my wife was just falling asleep, and I was like, ah, I can't solve this. It's a solvable riddle, and I can't solve it. And she's like, What are you doing? You okay? And I'm like, Yeah, I can't get the cord in. And she goes, Find another outlet. I was like, well, persuasive argument, right? <laughs> so, because there's like, there's like this bedroom before we got this out. There's like nine of them in here, right? So I found it, but it was behind the, the the dog crate, and I couldn't figure out how to move the dog crate. Like, and I got frustrated. Yeah, give me the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Give me the toilet. Yeah, I'd rather have the toilet. Yeah. Also, you put toilet, you put gloves on, and there's a. You feel like you've done work. You know, oh, gloves. Yeah, that's another way. Yeah, there you go. I would. Uh, I'd invest yeah. in some. Uh, I'd invest in some gloves. Definitely. <laughs> Plastic. You wash your Plastic. hands afterwards. <laughs> anyway, uh, but but yeah, when I don't think to find a different cord, that's when my wife looks at me and goes, "Not smart." Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the exception to the vacuum rule is the handheld ones. Uh, Oh, I get under the table, get all the crumbs that I spilled and the kids spilled. I feel like champion of the world. But like yeah. Dave said, it's panic. Like that thing's gonna run out of juice. Gotta get in there, do the job efficiently, and get out. Because just as you're about to finish, 
and then it runs out of juice. You're like, no, the last one eighth is left and it's gonna drive me crazy. And I'm gonna go yeah. plug this thing in and then I'm gonna forget for two weeks. And for every and every day in those two weeks, I'm gonna see that last eighth. And I'm never gonna get up and get the vacuum again. And it's that's so that's the downside of the handheld ones. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, you and I have a lot of the same issues. I mean, your spatial sense, I, I don't have it all the way, but we have a lot of similarities on that because I you know, I can't I can't see stuff in the in the in the cabinets, like in the pantry. Yep. And, and my thing is I've expressed before, I I cannot, my brain will not allow me one second of patience to look for something that I don't know is there. Like yes, I, I had a yes, one, thank I, you, brother Mankowitz. I had some hash tonight, and I I like I put a one a one sauce goes with goes with just about everything. I like putting a one sauce on; it makes me feel nine. And I, I was like, I'm gonna put some a one sauce on this hash, and I knew where the I know we have a one in there, so I went in and I looked around for it for about 35 seconds, and I found it. Right, but if I don't know that it's there or it's been moved, I can't. I'm like, do we have? I don't know. Where is it? Where is it? Why do we have more a one? Why didn't you buy a one? There's not even anyone in the house. I don't know who I'm talking to. I can buy it when I go to the market. So I get irrationally angry at that. And the little dust buster, or that's what the, it's, it's, that's where it's spray, all these little vacuums sprang from. I don't think they're dust busters anymore. Uh, or there probably are, but you're, uh, but anyway, they're always off the charger and I can never find the charger. And that utility closet that has the vacuum, like in the movies, you open a closet and there's like a vacuum and a broom and a dust uh, pan. Right, and that's it. But in every house I've ever lived in, anyone I ever went to, you open that utility thing, and there's the last three vacuums, two of those little mini back rooms, inexplicably eight brooms, dust pans everywhere. Rat, you can't find anything. You can't move in that closet. The closet, everything goes in the utility closet, and I get unbelievably frustrated just trying to find that little bugger. So I don't do that either. No, it's incredible how similar we are. If I'm not sure that it's in the fridge or in the cupboard, I I won't look for it, and I'll get super frustrated. And then and then that gets on Wendy's nerve, and she's like, "Just look." Well, babes, is it in there? I don't know. Look, I'm like, ah. okay. Yeah, no, uh, here's where here's where my wife's gonna look like a hero. She she will be like, "Sweetie, sweetie, sweetie, sit down. I'll find it. I'll find it." Oh almost, almost every time, if if she's yeah. there. Yeah, literally never. Not so I don't have this exact problem you two have. I have a subset of it, maybe. So I can't stand looking for something that I don't know what it is. So you say go to the pantry and let me know. Get me the salt. It's I'll get you great the salt. Dave thing to say. Get me the. I don't even know what. What would you? How would you be looking for something you don't know what it is? No, if I'm so. Hey, can you go in the cabinet and get me the sarsaparilla? No, oh, no, I can't no, get you this. Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, here, salt. here. I can get you the garlic, the cinnamon. I can get those things. I can't get you the sauce. I, I'm gonna toast. I don't know what it is. <laughs> if you ask me for something, I don't know what it is. I can't get it. I don't know what it is. How can I get it? Yeah, I have a second layer fight about that. Um, James, I don't, I don't know which one's the paprika. I don't know what pepper. Right. And, she, and she's like, you don't know paprika? No, neither do I. No, I don't. They all look green to me. I don't know. <laughs> I presume it's green. I assume it's, it's some not, little shreds. It's not. It's not. Um, See, I would have gotten you the wrong thing. Okay, <laughs> give me the sarsaparilla. I don't know what sarsaparilla is. How can I get it? <laughs> We're all some version of Larry David. Let's just be honest. Um, 
But but yeah, the other day Pro was trying to get something and I'm the one telling him. And I, and he, so he's 11 and I'm saying, hey, it's in the fridge and it's right in front of him. And, and he couldn't see it. And I'm like, that's genetics is amazing. That's me, that's me. Yeah. And I see him getting frustrated in the same way. And he's like, ah, I don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm like, you think that's bad? Go get the sarsaparilla. We uh, <laughs> I, I pro would probably go for this. You know, we just uh, uh, to get Josie to do something. We just uh, timer, hmm. whatever it is. Uh, my glasses are up there. I don't know they're on either. By the thing, can you just go get them? I time you. Can you find? Can you find them and bring them back down in 90 seconds? I doubt it. <laughs> you know, nah, that's good. One. Yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I do it another way. I'm I minus points unless they do it in uh, three seconds. And but I do the one one thousand two one thousand. Just you know, depending yeah, sure, on the sure. context. Uh, so perhaps it could be twenty eight seconds, depending on what I need in that circumstance. Yeah, uh, they're gonna catch on soon. <laughs> Uh, it's been 11 years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, not pro, but you know, other kids will catch. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we go to any more school, school or anything else, we're going to do. I'm going to read a couple of these uh, comments. Tamur the 905 Dragon Road in the member section. Old old school after a week of new school. Excellent contrast by the execs. I can assure you that there are no such execs. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it depends on people's availability and how we book things. Maybe Judith is, and I don't know it. I'll ask her, or she'll text me in a minute. But uh, like, oh, we'll do this, and then we'll do that. I just, I don't know that old no, school is important enough for that. It's a, just like I don't know. We'll throw that up and see if what happens. I think last week was a particular uh, exception because you had some, you know, special guests to bring on, right? But. Uh, uh, I have had a, a comically busy last like 10 to 12 weeks of travel and rarely being home. And it's hard to commit to this on the road in a hotel because it's just, you just feel like the reception's going to be bad and it's going to look yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, and that's true. Uh, Katie uh, Kjax wrote in, I love you all, TYT fan for years, but really, leaf blowers, first world problems. Well, Katie, that's absolutely true. There's still, there still, still a problem. <laughs> yeah, it is. By the way, good news. I don't focus on problems like that because I'm here to save the world. I'm not a like not a big deal. But Katie, as it turns out, I'm doing the thing that you asked. I don't. I worry about it, but only internally. I don't do anything about it. Also, you you can't, Katie. You got to have. You got to allow people pet peeves in the world they're in, whatever they are. And the fact is, I guarantee you, it is not, I mean, assuming that everyone in Los Angeles, first of all, everyone in Los Angeles is living in the first world. They're not necessarily living well in the first world. But there is not a person in Los Angeles of any economic means that does not find leaf floors irritating. <laughs> because everyone sleeps. Everybody sleeps or just relaxes or just tries to have a conversation or just wants a quiet moment that is disrupted by a leaf blower that then 18 minutes later ends and then the leaf blower somewhere else starts. It's a little pattern, it's a little trick. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. They don't do it at the same time. I think they're no. messing with us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, why don't you just maybe we deserve it? Maybe yeah. we deserve it, but they yeah. are messing. That's right. That's right.
All right, so on YouTube Super Chat, Late Bloomer, thank you for the contribution. Thank you for the contribution on Twitch as well. I'm gonna get to your comment in a second. Megan, your comment is hilarious, but it has a curse in it. So I'm gonna save it for the members only bonus episode, but I love you for it. Susan Shadow just joined. So Susan, thank you for being a member. Varden has a hilarious comment. I'm 40 now and I'm just preach on brothers, new phase in life, I'm good with it. I've never laughed so hard and my mom came out of her room and said, what is wrong with them? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right, say hi to your mom for us. Uh, Postal Wench cheered 300 bits and said old school, like in a positive way, yay. Mina Michelle, this is on Twitch now, Mina Michelle, oh my Jenkin mank be still my heart. That is very wonderful of you, thank you. And then late bloomer cheer 300 bits, the aforementioned late bloomer, and said, I look forward to this show mostly because I am old school myself. After watching last week's old school, I finally found my dragon squad dragon name. I claimed jibber jabber dragon because I'm usually posting foolish and worthless nonsense in chat. Yeah. Well, late bloomer, you're a man right after our own hearts, or by the way, I don't know, could be female, I don't know. But either way, jibber jabber away, love it. Okay, so um, oh, I'll do one quick scroll school. Um, and just to finish up, Dave's revolution in the vacuums we never explained was instead of the big clunky one, it's now yeah. like multi-part vacuums. There's a short one, the mid one, the taller one. And the reason I don't do that other than the one I learned, the handheld one, is because if I go to try to use it, I have to figure out how to disassemble that thing so that I could use the different portions. Oh, and then that's a spatial relations nightmare. Uh, no, 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 move the handle up and then to the left and then down and then up. You're like, ah, uh, uh. and <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, I, I've noticed lately there's people are doing gangster lean on the highways and, and I wanna scold them. Wait, uh, <laughs> people are doing what on the highways? Gangster lean, but it's not really a gangster lean. It's people. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know the word you're saying. Gangster, Gang, lean. gangster lean. Yeah, when you yeah. lean back like this, that's gangster lean. Okay. Oh, while driving. While driving. But familiar. I, that's not what I'm referring to. I'm just using that term because I knew it from 10 years ago and thought it was cool. How you know, 12 or so years ago. Okay. So no, when they lean into your lane, and mm. And they're on like the white lines, and they're not cognizant of it. It's I think the older I get, the more things like this drive me crazy. So, um, but I I'm so nervous again because of spatial relations issues uh, that I can't go past them to like honk and go get in your lane because I'm afraid I'll crash into them. <laughs> Relatively weak should- example, but there it is. I mean, I can't see a scenario where you would drive up to get even with them and then honk at them to move over. That's not really how driving works. No. Honk when they drift, you don't drive up and honk later. And if you drive <laughs> up, they're not still on the line. I mean, you honk at the moment. That's it. You yeah. definitely don't drive up while they're drifting to make a point. I'm pretty certain of that. Yeah. I know, but by the time, see, that's what I'm saying. All that stresses me out. When do I honk? How much of a drift does it have to be? You know, do I honk now? Do I honk later? Do I do a preemptive honk as they begin to lean? You know, 
don't think that's a preemptive honk. I think that's a hey, you're leaving. But I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I am. I don't uh, think like that because that none of what you said makes any sense. But uh, um, uh, I mean, I get that it's happening in your head, but it still doesn't make any sense. But I, uh, I like to figure out. I very rarely honk. We've discussed this before, but I, I like to find the right tone of the honk, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, hey, if you want to warn them, that you know, deet, deet, that's like a. Hey, bud, you're drifting a little. Okay, great. Have a good day, right? You know that seems like hard to imagine anybody flipping out on you with a dt, which is also what I kind of like to give to someone who is like on their phone after a light turns green and not going. Just a little light. Like I gotta find the right touch. It's not easy. You want to find the right. You gotta make noise, but you don't want to lay on. Then you're just an ass. I mean, then then some then instantly it's transferred into. Yeah, I got it. They're on the thing, but you're just you just need a little like, hey, reminder. So uh, I like to find the language of honking. Yeah, and, and but that's the thing about the language of honking. A lot is lost in the translation. Definitely, uh, no question. Yeah, well, it's a little bit it. like emailing. It doesn't quite sound the way that it sounds in your head and their head, and so you've got to be careful. In both the honking and emailing communities. Yeah, but I think I'm a good honker. I mean, I think I'm very good at it. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a, a great strength. It's you know, uh, you know, I don't think I honestly, I don't think my honks are subject to misinterpretation. So a lot of the uh, folks that work at TYT um, watch old school. So uh, especially when Dave's on, uh, but. Leah just texted me saying that her husband thinks it's a guy thing not to be able to see the thing in front of you, right? And I feel like old school is a little bit of a public service to women sometimes because it tells you the insane things going on in guys' heads. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, do I do a light honk? Do I do a mid honk? Do I honk now? Do I honk later? Where's the sarsaparilla and what is it? <laughs> These are the things that haunt us. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I think. I mean, I think Leah's husband is 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 largely correct. I mean, we we're you know, it's funny. We're both men are described as being more visual than women, right? Um, but yet uh, more. Uh, uh, but yet we don't see. Mm. 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 Powerful. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are women who have the same sort of spatial frustrations, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know if it's space. I mean, yours is space. You can't figure out what will fit, what will go, any of that stuff. Um, but there's a the larger issue of of like you know of, you know uh, uh, being able to see what's directly in front of you. I mean, I uh, my wife could repaint our bedroom, and I might notice on the first day or. It might just slowly sink in, and 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 14 months later, I would be like, "Was the room green once?" And she would be like, "Yeah, yeah, we I painted it when you went to Atlanta 15 months ago." Like, oh, looks nice, right? You know, I mean, that's that's not even that outrageous. She's changed paintings that are right in front, hung stuff, and I just doesn't connect. I don't see it. All right, so we're almost out of time, but so I'll ask it as a question here, and we'll see how much of it we'll answer before we go to the members only bonus episode. Um, so in Taiwan, what do you think pool billiards represents? When uh, the good folks in Taiwan see a pool hall, what do they think? 
What do they think? Yeah, what is it? What do they associate with it? But let's pick it up in the bonus episode. All right. And then a trend in Taiwan that is so gross, I'm going I'm afraid to say it. Okay. <laughs> so tyt.com slash join to become a member. If you're watching on YouTube, you just hit that join button below. Uh, we'll see you there in a minute.